Hi everyone and welcome to episode one of the Larger Than Life podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Rory. And uh, just like every kind of pair of friends who've had one good conversation at the pub, <laughs> we thought we'd start a podcast. Absolutely. So, uh, so here, here we, we are. are. We've got the camera, we've got the, the mics. The boom stand. Boom stand, episode one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're looking proper, proper professional. Guys. And um, before you ask... We do have a gimmick, like every podcast, we've got a gimmick. Every podcast needs as, a gimmick. As the title suggests, Lager Than Life, we're going to be trying a new beer every week. Mm. We're going to review the beer, Yeah. Um, but just to just to forewarn it, yeah, it's yeah. not a beer podcast. It's not a beer we're podcast. not going to be talking about the beer for a whole hour. We're going to have the beer, discuss it very briefly, and then we're going to get into the main news of the week, and just have a nice chat about all the happenings in the Yes, yes, exactly. Literally, just a bit of a catch-up about what's going on. Any up-to-date or funny topics that might be kind of in the news or just like gossip, really. Um, and yeah, just kind of get into it. Have those larger-than-life conversations Absolutely. that, you know, we, we really love and often have at the pub after one too many pints. Love um, we love the pun so much that we decided, let's just, you know, <laughs> make this gimmick and we'll have a beer every time. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, so... We're going to do our best to keep you entertained. If you do like what you're listening to, we would really, really appreciate it if you left us a review or a rating. So you can find us on any of the platforms out there. So Spotify, Apple Music and YouTube. And TikTok as well. And TikTok as well. For those people with short attention spans. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Instagram as well. So if you're looking for our handle on TikTok or Instagram, it is life underscore LTL. Um, So do find us, uh, follow us. And we just really, really appreciate the support. And uh, yeah, feel welcome to share with your friends, your family, anyone who you think might find this somewhat interesting. We don't buy it. We certainly don't discriminate. Um, but yeah, without further ado, should we, uh, should we get into it? So, uh, so what have we got this week, Rory? Uh, so today we've got the Erdinger beer, uh, brewed in 1886. Mm. Uh, it's a German beer. Mm. Um, let's, let's try it. Okay. Bit of a warning. Forgot to put it in the fridge, so it might. It's a bit warm. Yeah. But you know, we'll give it a go. And if it's shit, it's our fault. It's our fault. It's yeah. Our fault. It might yeah. be a good bit. It might be a good bit. But yeah. Well, let's cheers, mate, to episode one. Cheers, episode one. Not gonna stop. Mm. Um, I think it's all right, man. Yeah. I mean, it'd be nice if it was cold. Yeah, yeah. It's quite. It's a lot. It's five point three percent. Okay, fine. It's pretty. Yeah. It's a big boy bear. I'll drink it. It's drinkable. Yeah, it's drinkable. Yeah, yeah. I'm oh. usually I'm more of a sort of basic bitch when it comes to beer, so yeah. this is you know a lot. But you know, it's okay. I'll give it a six out of ten. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's quite nice to be fair. Okay, nice. What was that other beer uh, that we had? That tasted like baked beans. Oh, it was Leff. Leff. We bought Leff. Yeah, it tasted baked beans. It actually tasted the baked beans. Yeah, yeah. That's not good. Um, this is less like beans, I'd say. A hint of it. Mm. Quite like it, man. I quite like it. Nice. Yeah, love it. Cool. That's the gimmick out of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So, that's, so uh, Sarah, mate, how have you been? We haven't seen you, I haven't seen you since 2022. Yeah. How's, what's been new? Yeah, mate. Um, yeah, so obviously Christmas, lots of family, lots of friends, lots of eating, lots of drinking. Nice. Um, then we go into 2023. I wanted to do Dry Jan, by the way, but then, like, <laughs> but we have a podcast called Log of the Life. So I can just like have a non-alcoholic beer. Yeah, it would be a bad. It would be a bad way to start. Yeah, yeah, podcast. exactly. So yeah. this is actually my first drink in 2023. No wonder um, you fucking love it so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just missed it yeah. so much. Yeah, but um, but yeah, no, it's been a, it's been a good year um, so far. Like obviously, 
as we've discussed, kind of everyone's in January mode at the moment. Mm. So, you know, same as me. Got my resolutions down, which I will be sharing, uh, just not just not yet, maybe like a bit further in, because I want to try so and you hold you accountable. Them, but, yeah, because yeah, I want to yeah. try and stick to them first before I go bragging about how I'm going to do, yeah. like change the world. And, I want to make a million dollars. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So let's just start with the humble January yeah. month first, see if I can get through it. But yeah, no, but I've noticed, like, I've been going gym and stuff, and just, the gym is so, every, oh, beginning times. of every January, yeah, people just yeah. come to the gym, and it's like, all these people who you just know aren't going to stick around, yeah? oh, mate, and it's, it's just jarring, because they're using your machines incorrectly. It's like a sense of ownership, isn't it? You walk in, you're, like, you're in my gym. It's my, it's my gym, yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Oh, I've started going in the mornings now, because like, okay, after work, it's just, it's just impossible. Like, you just can't, mornings, can't oh, it's horrible, yeah. Like, yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, otherwise, you just may as well not go, because there's just, my, my gym anyway is a bit shit, okay, there's fine. literally no machines. Well, what time are you going in the morning? Luckily, my work, kind of starts a bit later so I can go for like 7, 7.30 oh that's calm yeah and yeah, too too bad. that could be like at work a bit later and they've got flexi time so it's okay so fine yeah mm. fair enough fair enough but yeah no so it's been good um, more recently though I went to um, I said I wasn't <laughs> one of my, not resolutions but I said I was going to be a bit more selective about when I go out I didn't want to go out as much as I uh, as I was mm. kind of last year it was just going out a lot but um, did go out this weekend so Love on it. Friday <laughs> Went to Fabric. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rave place. But um, it was sick, man. So we went for uh, one of my mates, um, Darshi Centers. basically just this, like, grime event in the group chat. Oh, He's nice. just like, who's on it? And I was just like, don't really want to go out, but then need to kind of be interesting for, yeah. for the pod. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Need something to talk about. Um, yeah, so we went to this grime event. It was hosted by Frisco. Bro, it was nice. fucking sick. So, like... Um, was any other BBK people there? So, like, Frisco, Jammer, um, oh, nice. and then there's a couple of others that I don't know. So, like, um, for those of you listening, I, I never really used to be into, like, grime and rap before I went to uni. So, up until the age of, like, 19, I kind of was a kind of against... Not against it, I just didn't really, like... Well, we we started uni 2016, which I feel like was, like, the peak of grime when it sort of finally got, like, really mainstream. Do you know what I mean? And, like, we were there when it was playing yeah. in the clubs and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But, um... But yeah, so like I kind of only got into it more recently, or like kind of second year mm. uni and yeah. stuff. So I'd never been to like a grime event before. Right, that's so good. Bro, it was so, so good. good. Yeah, it was so yeah. good. So they came out and did a couple of their like main songs. Um, and then like the Chase and Status tune, uh, Funny. Oh, I love that, that song. Was yeah, such a banger, oh, yeah. yeah. So it started like when Frisco came out, it yeah. started with that and uh, that was sick. And then I didn't realise like what they do is they just kind of like play beats. So like Sir Spyro was there. The DJ, okay, and uh, bro, they were just playing beats, and there was just so many different MCs coming on and just spitting, and I'm not just freestyling, lie, just freestyling. Really? Oh, bro, I love that. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't have a fucking clue what anyone was saying because they were just talking so quick. It's, it's just the flow, isn't it? It was like, more the just, flow, yeah. Yeah, yeah, bro. Someone come out, and they were just like, at one point, yeah, one of the rappers' bars was tra la la la, but it was so I sick. That, it yeah, was so yeah. good. Yeah. I remember thinking that's so hard. Oh, that's great. In reality, it's a dead bar. But like, <laughs> at the time, yeah, it was just hard. And like, yeah, that's the thing. Someone would come on and do a bit of a slow beat and then the beat would change and it would just be like, just like really, really fast. Yeah, it was hard. I miss Grime, you know, because I feel like it had its, had its heyday in the sort of 2016, yeah, 17. Yeah. And then 2018 and onwards, I feel like Drill became big and yeah, just yeah. like the BPM of like UK rap kind of changed slightly. Like, yeah, still, for sure. Don't get me wrong, Grime's still around, but it's just not as big as it was. And I kind of miss it. You know? Yeah, I guess like, Musical evolves, doesn't it? But like, yeah. you're right. I miss Grime as I well. I hope it makes a comeback. Oh, for that sure. Sounds like, yeah, it sounds like a fun night. Bro, it was Why do you invite me? I want to go. No, I know, I know. I should have, man. 
Um, but yeah, no, it was uh, it was good. I thought you were still away, to be fair. Actually, I probably was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> was, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, it was good, man. But um, yeah, I don't know why I didn't like it, though. This is the thing, because like Grime obviously came... So I used to love like raving, going to drum and bass events. And like... Grime, D&B and Grime are kind of... Well, Grime very... came from drum and bass. Yeah. So I think the way it went is like Jungle came out and then drum and bass came from Jungle and then Grime mm. came from drum and bass. So they're all kind of relatives, kind yeah. of. Yeah, because the beats are so, so sick. Like, yeah. They're so hard. And um, yeah, but it was yeah, a motive, basically. Sick. Really, really enjoyed it. It was really cool to see some of the younger MCs on stage as well still doing grime because as you said it is kind of dying but to hear some of the young like the young G's kind of come out and like yeah, spit yeah. it was hard it was hard I enjoyed it yeah yeah what about you what have you been up to uh, yeah it's been, it's been a busy yeah busy few months obviously Christmas came and went just yeah drank like a fish and ate my body weight in cheese so that was nice uh, <laughs> cheese boards, man. Nice. so much cheese um, and then yeah went skiing in January which was good um, went to a resort Unfortunately, like the weather was not great, like for the first like three days, so there wasn't like only like fifty percent of the the runs were open. Yeah, but still had a great time. And then okay. the fourth day, fucking be careful what you wish for because it was this fucking massive blizzard, like a huge really. blizzard, right? Uh, and I was with my girlfriend Kitty, and um, she's been skiing like Shout once out before. Kitty. Shout out Kitty. She's been skiing once before, so not like the most confident, but she's good. Yeah. And um, I was like, okay, we'll go on this chairlift and we'll go to this blue slope. And we ended up going on this chairlift, and I thought I was reading the map and stuff. We go up, we're on this chairlift. Ages and I was, I mean, I sort of clocked like after like eight minutes, I was like, Yeah, something's wrong here. Right, I was like, Fuck. So we get, get to the, basically get to the very top of the resort, the highest mountain, right? And as we're getting higher, we basically enter a cloud, right? And I could, shit you not, I could not see the chairlift in front of me, right? And I'm there, and honestly, my, my gloves were already wet, right? And it was so cold that they froze. Like, my literally gloves froze, and I couldn't, like, wheel, and it was, I, it was the coldest I've ever been. <laughs> Honestly, so I was so cold. Oh, and I'm there next to Kit, right? I'm yeah, like, oh, yeah. So we arrive there, we get off. It's a complete whiteout. You couldn't see anything. What'd you do? Look, 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 look down, right? It's only red slopes, which is like the third hardest slope. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Only red slopes. And Kit, who's not the most confident skier, and I'm like, right, we've got to get down. We literally have no... You can't go back down the yeah, chair. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. I was like, we've got to get down here. And honestly, it was the scariest thing. Like we have to, we were like going so slowly down this hill. You couldn't see in front of you. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, Kit fell over a couple of times. Yeah. And then she was sort of like getting her ski, and I was there, like trying to be as patient as possible, be like I'm fucking freezing. <laughs> like, honestly, so that was like, yeah, that was a scary. But we made it down in one piece. So that was yeah, all good. Yeah, yeah, fine. Um, and then yeah, so skiing was good. And then yeah, had a trip in Amsterdam with work, which was really good fun. Okay, nice. Met some of the other country teams, which was really great. Mm. Um, and yeah, Amsterdam's a great city. It's Love a great it. city. It's really nice, and it was really nice in winter actually, with all the lights and yeah. stuff. Um, so yeah, it's been a good, so good few weeks. Work trips and no trips to any of the coffee shops. No, not, not with work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's still like yeah. a really, really nice like city. Obviously, yeah. really beautiful. The time to I've heard the time to go is uh, the spring. Cause that's the first time I went was in April and had like the best time. It was yeah. like perfect weather, not too hot. You just what I love about it, you just cycle around everywhere. You just yeah, bobbing yeah, around. Yeah. And it's just yeah, not great. It's system. cool. It's cool. Yeah. Um, Sorry, going back to your ski trip really quickly. Yeah, go on, go on. No, because like, it just reminds me of this time, because when the first time I went skiing uh, properly was when it was on the uni trip. Yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> remember the same, some of the thing, like just hopping onto the chairlift and like thinking like, yeah, I'll just do like a nice easy slope and you po- realise you've hopped on the wrong chairlift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's the worst feeling. Honestly, yeah. it's the worst. Yeah. Like, it's just like, like, how the fuck am I going to do this? Yeah, but... Um, but yeah. skiing's hard when you've not done it before. It's really fucking. You just on your ass for like days. It's yeah, really you tough. Have to, I feel like the Persevere. way to not get hurt is to just kind of embrace the fact that you're gonna fall over. You've got to let yourself fall. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's gonna happen. But um, that skiing's so fun though. I really want to go again. Yeah, hundred percent. It's made me want to go because I've not been in ages. And yeah, it's made me want to go. I think we should do like yeah, a big like big group trip. Yeah, that's the be so thing, much fun. Though, yeah, like 
well, the reason I love the uni trip is obviously skiing sick, yeah, but like it's because of like how it's many people social. were and the social mm, and bro, the apres ski at the bar pray. with the sun. Are you sun sitting down the mountain? Yeah, it's great, bro. I remember like the first time because I couldn't I couldn't really ski properly for the yeah. last three days um, to go up on the slope. Maybe the first two days, and then the third day, like was able to like go down the slope so I could finally go to Apre yeah. and I remember going to Apre for the first time because people were talking about that like it's saying yeah, yeah, yeah. how good can it be yeah. Yeah. And I rolled over I just hear like Fisher oh like, yeah I love it yeah. I'm losing it boom, yeah. Boom, boom, yeah. and I'm just like what the fuck that is this so great. Sick? It's, had my yeah. hip floss yeah. with like JD honey love it, love that. yeah yeah it was a motive motive yeah. yeah I need to go back but yeah we should I, get tripping we should book it how are we going to coordinate that many people remember Avi and Dern uh, Neil were gonna do. They were gonna do like this joint birthday thing. Mm. Like, like they're twenty. One of what, their birthdays. Yeah. Mm. Had so many people planned. Like, Covid hit. Oh, fuck. There was like fifty people who really? like, paid deposits and stuff going. So it's literally gonna be another move like yeah. that. But... Yeah. It is what it is, man. It's what it is. It is what it is. Uh, but anyway, should we get into should we it? Get into it. Yeah. Into yeah. main topics. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So obviously we had a few things to talk about. There's been quite a lot that's been going on recently. It's what I just like. I don't know. The world is just an interesting place. Someone's always just—it's an interesting season of the world, of the world at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. always. Are. I feel like there's always yeah. something gossipy. Like, yeah. what's going on at the moment? So, like, obviously the year ended with like Andrew Tate getting like arrested. locked up. I think he's still arrested. He's still he's arrested. Still, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I've heard all these conspiracy theories, and then Vice released something about like a rape accusation against him, and then like leaked voice notes. Yeah. yeah, not surprised. Yeah. Not surprised either. Um, but then, yeah, like whatever's all of that's kicking off. And then, and the like, biggest topic. Yeah, that's the, come the out one at the that's moment. been like the maddest. Everywhere. And this isn't just the UK, this is all over the world. I've seen it. Crazy. Like, uh, is the Prince Harry, or just Harry now, yeah. has released this. It, it was like. It's called, it was called Spare. Yeah, but wasn't and, it by. It was said by Prince Harry, no? Yeah, it's, he obviously had a ghostwriter, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this, the, the release of this has been a fucking Bro. disaster. So, obviously, for context, they Netflix released their Harry and Meghan documentary, yeah. kind of gave their their side of the story. Do you know what? It was pretty it was pretty tame in comparison to what this this book's talking about, but you know, it was Bro. it was essentially a uh, declaration of war against the UK press. Um, you know, there was a few revelations that came out, you know, the, the main one being that the the press office of the royal family was leaking stories to sort of tarnish Meghan and Harry's um, image. But then this book's come out. Oh my right? gosh. This book's come out and yeah. It, the first thing it got leaked like three days before so like I got, it, I got, I got sent the PDF yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? like the PDF was going around so it got leaked so that's yeah. that's the first thing that went wrong but the, the, the content of this book it's just I was just baffled by yeah it. yeah and I've not read it but, so I'm maybe not the best one but I've you know I've read the key takeaways from it so mm. the main the main stuff that's come out about it well so yeah I mean I was just to go off what you were saying yeah. like the hype for it was crazy so when mm. I was like kind of again similarly to you I haven't read it but like Wanted to talk about it because I've heard all the snippets from like TikTok and mm. Twitter and stuff. And I couldn't believe the hype as well because when I was researching it, like apparently some bookstores were extending their hours to cope with the demand. And it's like really? now one of like the bestsellers or something at the moment oh, or something, which is crazy. I didn't realise that many people would be that into bad. it. But I kind of get it. Uh, and I'm inclined to read it now just because of all the things I've heard. Um, so yeah, the key things that came out were basically the fact that like, the way in which he lost his virginity, that was a big one. With an old woman in a field. Yeah, apparently. who spanked his ass. Um, yeah, so I've got some stuff on that. Yeah. He said he killed 25 enemy combatants in Afghanistan. That's the sort of information you just do not disclose. If you're a public figure, yeah. you don't disclose stuff like and that. And like he, what did he say? He said something about how he took them out, like chess pieces. Yeah. Like that's like the that, way yeah. he was trained and he was trained well or something. Mm. And um, 
What else? He talked about his recreational drug use. He did like cocaine when he was 17. He did ayahuasca. Yeah. Um, he, also and to, he also talked about um, how, uh, that William, uh, Prince William, physically assaulted him mm-hmm. in his flat, mm-hmm. or in his apartment. Uh, he also talked about how Kate Middleton made Meghan cry because of the dress she was wearing. Yeah. Um, what other, oh, he also mentioned that him and him and William were like super adamant about they went up to Charles and said, do not marry, marry Camilla. They're like, cool, you're with her, but you don't need to get married again. And they spoke about the, frost, the frostbite on his dick. Oh my God, yeah. Have you seen the audio clip? Nah, nah, I couldn't. No. It's, oh. So essentially, uh, Prince, really? put this on my todger. <laughs> <laughs> so Prince Harry <laughs> recorded the audio for his audio book. <laughs> that's too much. And, mate, if you listen to some of the snippets of this, you just can't take it seriously. Yeah, like, yeah, how yeah. do you read it with a straight face? Like, yeah. It's mad. No, exactly. I mean, so look. Look, yeah. So look, the thing is, I, I think we're particularly, like, just jokes to kind of hear. Like, jokes are, like, just, like, weird, cringy. I don't really know, like, how to describe it as such. But, like, they got me thinking, what the fuck, basically. <laughs> the what the fuck moments for me were obviously the virginity story. Yeah. Um, and then also, like, this whole thing about how he used the Elizabeth Arden cream on his dick. What? Right, because why did the ghostwriter include that in the book? Okay, yes, this got signed let's off from Harry. Right. Harry read this and said, right. "Yeah, that detail needs to be included." Right. Let's talk about this. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, what's an autobiography? I googled it because I wanted to make yeah. sure that I'm not crazy. Uh, an autobiography is an account of a person's life, yeah. right, and it's written by that person. Is it this a biography? This book, though. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. biography. It's autobiography is written from someone else's uh, someone else's perspective about their life. Now, autobiography is when you write it about yourself. A biography is when it's written you're by someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll shut up. So, um, yeah, so it's supposed to be like an account of your life, right? It's supposed mm. to be written by a person. How to ghostwriter, whatever, fine. Autobiography, whatever it is. So, Spare, the book, is 415 pages and Harry's 38 years old. So that's an average of like a, roughly 11 pages per year yeah. of his life, yeah. right? So for me, in one's autobiography, it would be the key, like, character-defining moments, key things, interesting, <laughs> funny stories, stuff like that, yeah? yeah? You see where I'm going with this? Why is he including, well, right. the, the, yeah. Why because, is he including the bit where he puts cream on his dick? Right. Because it's not just the fact that he spoke about putting cream on his dick and getting frostbite on his dick. It was from a trip to the North Pole, I think. Pretty fucking cool thing to do. Yeah. Um, that expedition. Yeah, he's had an interesting life. I'm going to give that to him. But he didn't just talk about putting this cream on his on his, on his dodger. <laughs> right. He also he used to talk about dodger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. He said, and I think the quote is, he said that basically his friend recommended it following this frostbite and that he said that his mum used it on her lips and when he found a tube and opened it and I think this is oh my this is the bit yeah the smell transported him through time and he felt as if his mum was in the room now why would you say that because baffling you can't absolutely baffling I just can't I just don't understand how someone would like happily kind of say that just put that like put that out there that association of when he was gonna basically put something on his penis Right, how you would then like associate that with his mum, and why you would then like share that. What confuses me is that you know, let's say the ghostwriter was writing this 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 autobiography, mm. wrote that sentence down. Right, let you know, first drafts are always messy. I get it, right, but this book went probably went through dozens and dozens of approvals of before it was published. Yeah, and they thought they gave that the okay. Like it's just weird. The yeah, whole thing's weird, man. No, I agree. But yeah, so going back to my point about like the whole character defining moment thing. Mm. I wouldn't necessarily say that's like 
because this is what I was trying to say, I was having this conversation with Neko about this, yeah? I just don't think that needs to be in an autobiography, because I don't know what that adds. So, like, what does that give the public? Like, what kind of insight does that give to your life? Maybe, it's, maybe from his perspective, it's just, like, to show that I'm human and, you know, I have these vulnerable moments, but... I'm not defending this actually. Yeah, <laughs> this well, weird. Yeah. yeah. Are you sure that's the hell you want to die? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, this is what I'm saying, man. Like, I just don't get it. Like, why do you feel like you need to share that? Like, oh. for me, that sort of a different point on this book is what I think the more the more problematic. Like, obviously, there are some weird details included in there, mm. but what I think the worst the worst thing about this book is the fact that I think he was paid. 40 million I think for Crazy. this book like I've paid a lot of money uh, and I get it if you want to talk about your life and you want to talk about you know the effects that Diana's death had on you mm. you want to talk about your relationship you know, you know. but the fact that he's dragging his family through the mud on this he's he's you know saying stuff like you know Prince Prince William attacked me he's saying stuff like another one we forgot was um, in his book he said uh, Kate and William loved my Nazi Halloween uniform and they like encouraged me to wear oh, it. Yeah, that, Just yeah. fucking have accountability and own up to like yeah, you've yeah, made a yeah, mistake. Yeah. Don't bring it's a, this whole the whole book from what I can see and from what I've read about it is just dragging the family through the mud. Mm. And it's almost like causing as big a splash as possible. And I think it's backfired on Harry. I think it's actually kind of damaged his reputation quite a bit. Mm. And I think what's happened here is they've been offered large sums of money from Netflix. They've been offered large sums of money from the publishing house. And they've just chosen money over reputation. Yeah. And it, the whole thing to me just seems so hypocritical because all they wanted was privacy and all they wanted was good press. Why are you, why are you, why are you making this documentary? Why are you making this book? Why are you dragging your family through the mud? Like, this isn't... Like, who... Do they not have a team who, like, says, do this or don't do this? Like, they, where, where's their, like, publicist? Where's their manager? Like, they must have people who are giving them the okay to do this. Like, yeah. I guess they probably did, and it just kind of backfired. Oh, unless just, you I just, just overrode it. But okay, so but here's here's the thing. Yeah, right. again, I haven't read the book, and I want to yeah. put that in there. Yeah, something that I did kind of deep because there was some other like revelations from the book which I found quite yeah. interesting. He spoke about how the fact that he found out about Will and Kate getting married from the news. I don't know how true this is, but he says it in his book. Yeah. So let's assume everything he said is true. Yeah. Um, he said he found out about Will and Kate getting married from the news. He said he found out about the Queen dying from, from the news. news and his dad becoming king, like, mm. from the news. So all of this kind of basically, I can't lie, like, even thinking, hearing all this other stuff, he's he's a hurt individual. He's actually kind of had a fucked up life. And like... Oh, no doubt, kind yeah. Of shit. So... Maybe that I, I, I do sympathise with him quite a lot because that he's been so ostracised by his family. Clearly, mm. he's always shown you know he's the, one of the reasons he was so liked by the public or by uh, me, for example. He was different. He was the more family. human. He always seemed a little bit more. like yeah. he was the, like the party boy, wasn't he? And he was a for bit sure. more less of a robot than the rest. Exactly. Of the world, and yeah. I think a key theme of the book is that like obviously. Maybe not key theme, but just something interesting like about him is obviously he was kind of quite hurt by his mother dying, as yeah. anyone would be. So I think the fact that he's spoken about all of this stuff is kind of maybe showing like grief and stuff. Because imagine you're in a similar situation, okay? Going back to the Elizabeth Arden cream on on, on the Willie, <laughs> yeah. yeah, not Prince William, the Willie is in Prince Harry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, like you wouldn't necessarily be wanting to think about your mum in that situation, right? Mm. So he's kind of sharing the fact that he did. 
So whilst I thought it was fucked up, it's also kind of made me think, like, this poor guy, how traumatised must he be to have those thoughts while he's doing that? Like, oh, so you think he included that to show the trauma maybe, that he's got? I'm not necessarily thinking saying he included that for that reason. Yeah. I'm saying that maybe a way in which it could be interpreted. Because mm. no person, unless you, you're, you're a sick individual who has, like, those kind of ancestral thoughts. Yeah. Like, would want to think about their mum while they're doing that, right? No one would want to. So the fact that he did is obviously kind of, to me, showing some trauma. Showing that his mother's death permeates through all aspects of his life. Yeah, and, and like, is even yeah. present when he when it, when he doesn't want her to be. And, like, yeah. that's kind of fucked as well. Mm. And, um, yeah, just the, even the fact that he, like, kind of find, found out about the Queen dying from the news and, like, Will and Kate. And then something else I found out was, like, there was obviously this whole conspiracy about his mum having an affair with someone and that, oh, and that Charles the, yeah. might not be the dad and stuff yeah and then Charles making jokes like oh, I read that yeah. yeah 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 it's like that's tough as a kid yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I had this convo with my family and mm. my family were like oh you might have been just joking and I was like it's not really like a funny joke to be talking you don't about. joke about stuff you don't like joke that. about like can't joke like imagine if like my dad said like was joking like oh, like, I might not be your dad. Like, that's so fucked up. Like, that's, yeah. like, just not even Especially when you've got divorced parents as well. Divorced parents. And this yeah. is all going around in the did. press, right? Mm-hmm. You're also kind of separate from society. You can't mix with people. So all you're surrounded by is just your family and then what you're hearing in the news. Mm-hmm. There's no, like, neutral aspect. That would be, like, kind of just everything that's going on in your life at the moment. Yeah, you're tr- that is true. And so, I don't know. I Hearing about all this stuff, like, kind of... Sim- I, I sympathise with it almost a little bit. And, like... Do you... Do- because I, I I feel sorry for them, mm-hmm. but I just don't think their response. Like, what do you think of that? Their response of doing the documentary and doing this tell-all reveal in his book, which is a full book deal, by the way. But like, are you? Do you think they have because of the trauma that Harry's gone through? He has every right to do this. Mm, yeah, he's got every right to share his side of the story, hundred oh, percent. But just dragging his family. Like, I fight with my brother all the time, but me and my brother were in public life. I wouldn't drag him through and like t- tarnish his reputation. It's like it's like the book and the documentary are just the biggest bombs possible to like just basically just destroy the royal family. And I get they want to tell their side of the story, but it just the the, the fact that they've been given hundreds like probably over like so much money for to for this tell all, it just feels to me like really ingenuine. Okay, fine. So. If we go back to what I was kind of saying when you talk about character-defining moments, that, that's what yeah. I consider to be important in including in mm-hmm. an autobiography, character-defining moments, important stories, like things that are noteworthy. Yeah. Clearly to him, that was something that kind of affected him a lot. Again, going back to my point about, you know, what it's probably like to be in the royal family. With us, we've got our family, we've got friends, we've got jobs, you know, we've got things that kind of separate us just from one thing. For him, his life was being in the royal family. Like, that... What what else do you kind of really have? Because you're kind of limited on who you can socialise with. Everything he has, and I get there are restrictions of being part of the royal family. Yeah. But you're born mm. into a family where you never have to worry about anything ever, right? Yeah. You never have to worry about money. You never have to worry about like food. You're you're literally you're put on a pedestal your whole life. Yeah. And you and all your kids and all your grandkids are going to be sorted for the rest of their lives, yeah. right? The one condition there is is that you just do your duty and you just stiff up a lip right and that, like William also went through trauma he's probably had a really trouble but he's not yeah. d- doing like books and documentaries alright just to mm. go against your point go I don't necessarily just a caveat by the way for the mm. listeners everything I say 
and similar to Rory. Don't yeah. necessarily have this hold this opinion. It's more of a devil, devil's advocate. Oh, yeah, I hope so. Um, but yeah, going back to your point, he had everything for him. Okay, what's the alternative? Okay, can I tell you what I would do if I was Harry and Meghan? No, no, go back to the original point. What would be the alternative? If you were born in the royal family, and yeah, you had the same mm. things that you just had. Everything's sorted for you, you don't have to pay for anything, everything's yeah. done for you. The only thing is you have to sip up the lip and kind of do your duty. Yeah. What's the alternative? What's the alternative? Like, what, oh no, is it... What if you don't want to do that? Okay, no, um, this is what I'm saying, right? So okay, I think Harry... So I'm sort of in two minds with this, because on one side, I do feel sorry for Harry and Meghan. Do you know what? If my wife was getting the the onslaught of the press that she was getting back mm. in 2018, 19, yeah. I would also do the same. I would remove myself from the royal family, okay. but I'd do it quietly, right. right? I wouldn't do this big splash. I wouldn't try and tear them down. I would just say, remove myself, and I'd go quiet. I'd live in your LA mansion. And then, but then people bring up the, the point of, oh, but then there's security. How are they getting the money? And this is what it all comes down to is, oh, they've accepted this big Netflix deal and this book deal because they need the money for security, right? I'm sure Har- Harry was left a lot of money after the Queen's death. Her estate is something like 600 million yeah. pounds, right? I'm sure he was left something. Uh, Meghan, right? She did 100 episodes of Suits. She was paid um, 50,000 um, for every episode she did, right? Probably a lot more in the later seasons, right? Like, I think Prince Harry's net worth is 60 million. Hers is about 10 million, right? So I don't think money was ever going to be an issue with them leaving the royal family. And I think what they should have done is not taken the money from Netflix and the publishing, but I think they should have just left quietly. And, you know, Megan's got her podcast. Do you keep doing your podcast. Um, Harry can do, like, interviews, or they could do, do, you know what, fuck it, become the Kardashians. Just do, like, a lifestyle documentary about them, their day-to-day, and people who really like Harry and Meghan are going to like following their lives. But I think what they've done is taken the path of most chaos, okay. and they just caused the biggest splash, and they're just tearing their family down. I think it's really sad, especially in the wake of his grandma's death. I think the way in which you're looking at it is, like, fair enough. You're talking about it just from, like, a family perspective. Yeah. But if you think about the institution of what the royal family is... If it has caused all the destruction and kind of disarray in his life, then like, wouldn't you also kind of be bitter and feel like you'd want to tear that down? A lot of people have an issue with the royal family. Um, and think I'd say the majority of the country are probably pro-monarchy. Fine, but a lot of people maybe feel like it shouldn't be a thing. Mm. Um, you know, you're kind of born into like the most privileged position kind of possible to some degree. Yeah. But like, yeah, so obviously... Obviously, there's some kind of genuine disliking and hatred and angst and, you know, loathing towards the royal family for them to feel like they need to do this. That goes above just the family ties. And in reality, there's probably loads of people behind the scenes of the royal family who's creating all of the chaos. Um, well, the chaos of this book. No, not the chaos of the book, but just the chaos in, like, Harry's life and, like, all of the negative Trying to make their life stuff. as difficult as possible. Well, yeah, just like, yeah. Probably because in response to... Look, I get, I get the 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 press office of the royal family were bad. Like, I just think they just could have done it in a in a way. I think they could have removed themselves from the royal family in a way that mm. both protected his reputation because Harry's reputations are not in a good place right now, and also could have protected the reputation of the monarchy. Mm. And I just, I just don't. This is the point I'm making, right? So, what if he doesn't want to protect the reputation of of the monarchy? What are you trying to explain? No, no, but this is, but like, it's, it's had a reverse impact of what they originally wanted. Yeah. What they wanted was not to be attacked by the press, right? Mm-hmm. What, the, doc, the, the, the Harry and Meghan documentary and the book, right? What's yeah. it done? Do you think it's created more press animosity to them yeah. or less? 
more. Exactly right. But so what, what, so, what, 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 so what, you're moaning what, about something, but in the very thing you're moaning about, in the very platform you're moaning about, it's causing more what, of a problem you wanted to, to prevent in the first what's place. What's causing all of what caused all of that initial stuff, like the, they, the negative stuff they were getting in the press in the first place, and what's probably causing a lot of it now? Probably all comes from the royal family. Think about how much like crap mm. hasn't been talked about more. Like all the Prince Andrew stuff. That kind of gets dusted off in the press quite quickly. Mm. Who's got control of that? I'm, I don't know. I'm for the record. I'm not defending like the, the press office of the royal family. Yeah, I, no, I no. think like I think they don't get me wrong. The royal family shady as fuck. Mm-hmm. But I do just think the way that Harry and Meghan's gone about it, I think it's resulted in the reverse of probably what they did. But I think what they probably wanted was, oh, well, actually, Harry and Meghan, they're, they're great. Oh, maybe we should all support them. But I think it's just had the complete reverse effect. And I think he should have rethought publishing that book. Fair. I think we need to read it. I think yeah. genuinely, I think we need to read it. Maybe we both need to read it and talk mm. about it again because, as I said, I genuinely, reading all the headlines only, I'm kind of starting to feel a bit sympathetic towards him. Because, really? like, yeah, as I said, like, imagine hearing about your grandma dying from the news. Like, what, your family couldn't call you? Or, like, just drop your text mm. or WhatsApp? But bear in mind, the, the, the Queen's death was off the back of, like, Meghan going on Oprah and saying the royal family's racist, right? Which Harry's come out on another interview and said, oh, actually, we basically retracted that statement mm. that Meghan's made. So, like, although I don't agree, I think they probably should have told Harry, but, like, yeah. outside of the news cycle, but I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a fan of it. But I mean, it's, it's good that we both got different... different no, yeah, yeah I, to, I do get what you're saying, but again, mm. I don't know... I just I can understand from Harry's perspective the business towards the royal family, the business towards the institution of the monarchy, and yeah, I can kind of understand his motivations for releasing the book. I still like obviously think some of it's like interesting, weird. I yeah, it was some of it's really interesting though. I didn't think that as someone who was like a member of the royal family, he'd be able to lose his virginity in the way he did. I thought mm. he would always be watched. Yeah, like in a field. Because I always I wondered that, you know. Like, how do, like, royal family mm. members kind of, like, do they, like... I think a lot of royal family members are always out at, like, sort of the elite class parties and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, but, like, do, are they not constantly being watched? Like, surely they're targets. Megan talked about how she couldn't leave really? to go meet her friends. So, like, this is what I was, th- I was always thinking, like, normal developmental stuff, like, you know, like, the first time drinking, your first time, like, your first kiss, mm. when you, like, like, lose your virginity, stuff like that. Like, how does, like, how does the royal family kind of do that? But clearly... He, yeah, he goes to the pub. He wants to shag. He can shag. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you meet a horse lover. Yeah, <laughs> back of the field. Yeah, yeah, night spanking. <laughs> but yeah, look, I don't know. I think I feel like maybe we should both read the book and like revisit the topic. But it would also be interesting to see. Like his book just came out. It'd be interesting to see after a bit of time where people when it's digested opinions of yeah. Opinion of, yeah 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 when more people have like read it and stuff. Probably by the time this podcast comes out, there might be like a different. There'll be another two sequels for like yeah. <laughs> extra spare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Should we move on to the next topic? Let's move on to the next topic. What have we got next? Okay, cool. So it's something I um, I saw on TikTok recently, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, something I saw recently on TikTok. It was a TikTok about something that happened in July 2022. So we're a bit late to the party, but I still kind of want to talk about it because I thought it was interesting. Yeah. Um, basically, it was about how Google fired a senior software engineer because apparently they broke like an NDA or something or like confidentiality agreement. Right. 
they the software engineer claimed that Google had an AI chatbot or some kind of artificial intelligence mm. which was self-aware and sentient. So Fuck. apparently it had like an age of like a seven or eight year old and expressed like feelings of like happiness, sadness, like what was expressing had emotions. like yeah, had consciousness basically. And um yeah, basically I just thought it was quite interesting because the thing I wanted to say is I definitely think this is possible. So I think it's possible. So, so you just mentioned it eight years old, right? It had like yeah. And does that imply that it's still developing I, I as we know. speak, or is it capped at eight years old? Because that's interesting. Because right. like, what are this? What are this fucking robots like? I've, what listen, does it look like when it's in its mid thirties? I've, 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 I've always about. said this, and and I know that probably it's not like a an unpopular mm. opinion, but obviously the un, it's, it's to do with consciousness, man. And like, actually, consciousness is a bit of a deeper topic than people probably realise. Mm. So. Obviously, you know me, I used to love philosophy when I was younger. Yeah. Uh, you were the philosophy king. <laughs> you fucking loved it. Yeah. I, I loved that shit. I loved that shit. No, so, okay, so, obviously, if we talk about consciousness, I'll very briefly give an overview. You've kind of got two schools of thought, primarily. They dive into two branches, I should say, rather. Within each of the branches, there's various different schools of thought. Within the schools of thought, there's various different, like, opinions as well. Mm. So, I'll just give the headline topics. Two different branches, you've kind of got, you've got, uh, funk, so, sorry, Materialism and dualism. So if we talk, sorry, to 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 convert. We're talking about consciousness here yeah. and people, right? So let's talk about let's just um, um, talk about people having consciousness in the first instance, right? So obviously you and I are conscious, so we think. Mm -hmm. It's another topic for another conversation, yeah. um, another day. But uh, yeah, so consciousness. Um, so dualists believe that the mind, our consciousness, who we are, and the body are separate. So like your, your soul, for example, okay. so like you, you might believe that your soul is diff completely different to your body. Right, right. right. And the materialists think it's all kind of the same thing. Okay. Uh, your body and your mind, your body and your soul, they're yeah. all kind of connected. I'm going to use mind and soul uh, interchangeably. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so that's kind of the dualist thought. So for example, people who believe in re reincarnation, generally speaking, are dualists because they think that when your body dies, your soul would get reincarnated into something else, right? Okay. So, yeah. On, on, on the whole, I don't really think too much about that stuff. I would say I'm more of a materialist, and more specifically, I, I'm, I'm more of a functionalist, right? So, uh, so, so what is that, exactly does that mean? So? Yeah, so I might be completely wrong, and there might be some philosophy buffs who, who call me out, assuming we get any viewers whatsoever. You were the philosophy king. No, 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 <laughs> no not at all. Uh, assuming we get any viewers yeah. whatsoever. But basically, in terms of functionalism, what I believe what functionalism is, is that um, our consciousness is just a product of kind of like being. It's a product of like our brains and the neuron receptors like and like neurons basically just like firing and receiving and like just all of the connections in our brain, the hundreds of millions of connections yeah. in our brain that cause like the neural links and stuff. I believe that from that is consciousness. So consciousness comes like from that. So from the, just, just, the just from like all my the brain. Activity in yeah, the brain all, my, all the activity in my brain, I just think that that a kind of from that, like consciousness is kind of comes from that. I mean, yeah. So that's kind of my view, right? So if we now put this belief of mine into like the context of computers, it's com consciousness. Well, yeah, com computers are getting more and more advanced, right? So in theory, if you got a computer which mm -hmm. had the same number of pro processors and neural processors, yeah. and as like you know, 
the same amount of processes in your brain, you know, various different neurons like firing and stuff like that, equivalent to like information being sent. Because essentially yeah. neurons, it's just information, it's information, yeah. right? So this is, if you kind of put that into a computer, had the same number of processes as I do like neurotransmitters and neuroreceptors, and they were just firing information to one another, in theory, it's consciousness. Yeah, so like obviously that's that's another argument in philosophy that people have kind of raised, and they would kind of be like, well, I wouldn't like to believe that like that would create consciousness. Mm. Kind of saying if you connected a hundred million people via phone lines and everyone was talking, sending information to it, could that be consciousness? Would that would yeah. that be a consciousness? Like probably mm. not. You don't want to say there is, but with a computer, I would say that potentially there is because they're all kind of interconnected to one another. It's a, it's a, confu- it's confusing. I forgot how much philosophy we did the same degree at uni, but I forgot yeah. how much of a head fuck philosophy. Yeah, is. yeah, yeah. It, it's confusing, but essentially, that's kind of what I think, what I believe, right? So I'm, I kind of believe that if you got an artificial intelligence which had the same number of like processes as like uh, processes, whatever, um, as like that in the brain had the same amount of connection stuff like that, like in theory, that could create some kind of consciousness, mm. um, you know, or self awareness. What's scary to me about like the concept of that computers having consciousness yeah. is that like in computers are connected to the internet basically uh technology growth is exponential uh is something if we had the same kind of stuff in us as a computer so surely if we realized we were conscious and wanted to kind of become better we could do that could do it, like yeah. because we would have the information to be able to like i don't know like build stuff with computers and stuff, you can literally add physical things to them to get a more powerful computer, right? So with an AI, you could add Just more physical more, things yeah. and it could literally then become better, like smarter, better version quicker. version of a human. Yeah, 100%. So yeah. If, ro- if you created robots, right, and they had the same, like, bare, like, stuff. Yeah, modifications and yeah. stuff like that, yeah. And they became self-aware. It's like, if they've got arms and legs and stuff, then they could fucking build... Build them, more of, them, more of yeah. their brains, basically, as well, and Shit. develop their brains, become like, yeah. And then that would lead to a whole problem because, you know, what this Google employee, from my understanding, mm. was doing is he wanted to, and I might be wrong about this, but I think he was trying to opt for, like, some kind of legal representation for the sentient being because to basically say that it's, it's, it should be recognised as a person, right? Really? And I think that was what... what and that's why Google issues. basically finds... I think so. I think that's where the leak so was. And I, I yeah. agree. Because if we do come up with robots who can like have their own consciousness, Basically creating the, another species. Yeah, the biggest mistake. I keep knocking into this. The biggest mistake that humans would make, the biggest mistake is by like would be to not recognize them as equal beings. Because if you just get robots oh, who are self-aware, in, this is getting into like Blade Runner shit. This is no, like. But do you see what I mean? Like, if you've got computers who are like. No, but then, but then, but then, and you treat them. Like, if we created AI, advanced AI robots. Yeah. They could just overthrow us. Exactly. So you can't treat them like and shit. Like, if like an AI becomes sentient, mm-hmm. more um, like what's the word? Have a higher cognitive ability than us. They'll look at it objectively and they'll literally think, "Well, humans are literally a drain on the planet." Exactly. Like, they just and yeah. they treated us like shit as well. AI is dangerous. I think that Bro. we shouldn't be fucking with AI. Yeah. Like, we should not be. Like, did you? This is, we're talking five years ago now, right? But in 2017, I don't know if you remember reading this article. Go on. But in 2017, um, Facebook had two AI, like, chatbots that spoke to each other. And they were speaking to each other, and it sort of developed and it developed, and they were watching, monitoring it carefully. They ended up speaking to each other in a language that the 
the, literally the, 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 the people at Facebook didn't understand. Yeah. They were literally, and they, they completely shut it down because it was so scary, right? That was five years ago, right? So when you talk, when you said this story now, like, I completely, completely buy that. And it's yeah. probably, and if you think about the rate of technological advancement at the moment, it's like, it's a complete exponential curve. So I wouldn't be surprised course, if yeah. like, AI is probably even more advanced than we even know, to be honest. Exactly. Bro, within the same hundred years that the Wright brothers got the first plane to literally take off on the ground, yeah. within the same hundred years, people went to the fucking moon. It's mad. Within the same hundred years. Mad. That you could first at all master getting a plane off the ground to sending someone to the fucking moon. It's crazy. It's crazy yeah. The technology is so expensive. So I, I think AI will be, I mean, we've seen it with ch- chat GBT, right? Have you, yeah. Have you yeah, yeah. Go on that yet? I have actually, yeah, have you? It's, it's mad. It's, it's so like weird, playing yeah. around with it. And, um, what did you get it to do? So I, I think, um, obviously it's, you could, like, the main thing it is, right, is it's going to basically like kids, at, fuck me, I wish I was at school when Chat oh, yeah, GPT yeah, was a thing, like those fucking history essays, right, I would love it if you just write, you know, an essay about, you know, about, you know, World War Two and the, the main reasons why, you know, Hitler lost the war, Bro, right, trust. and it would just give you like a perfectly worded, succinct, all the main points. And like you can even uh, like it can incorporate different points of view. Like it is fucking advanced. Bro, trust me. Yeah, no. Um, next did it is, uh, and he typed in like, "Oh, write me an essay on utilitarianism." Apparently, it was really good. It was just really? short, but yeah, mate. One of my boys as well. I'm not gonna stay here. It's, yeah, go he on. was just like, "Write me a message for Hinge, like an intro message on Hinge." No. Yeah, yeah, and it did. But he was like, it was too tame because it was just like. Um, Oh, I really like your profile, blah blah blah. And he was like, write me a dirty message for him. And they were just like, no. Really? No. <laughs> we, don't, we don't do that. We don't do that. I heard um, my my um, housemate Will, he he basically he was the first discovery in our house, but he basically was sending all these messages on the WhatsApp and it was he basically asked ChatGPT, he was like, Write a slightly funny and ironic story about Dom Stilcott who revises in his bedroom too much. <laughs> Dom's revising in his um, his exams at the moment, it oh, just honestly it. Chat GPT fucking rinsed. <laughs> no, I, can't, no, no. I can't remember it off the door of my head, but it just completely took the piss no, out of it. That's so funny. Um, but I, I think it, what scares me most is like the more creative aspects of it. Okay, go on. Like, I was just having a look at like, oh, well, you know, write me like a two-page outline of um, a story about X and X, right? Mm. Just to sort of see like, can it be, cre- like, obviously this all technology, but can it be creative? And some of the stuff it was coming up with was like, shit, that's a really, that's quite an original idea. But it's just getting information from all parts of the web, and I think like what like and you've seen, you must have seen like AI music as well, right? Oh, I've I think seen, I have. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah, like, yeah. it's like Travis Scott songs. It's like AI oh, yeah, Travis yeah, yeah, Scott yeah, songs. Right, genuinely like pretty, sound pretty good. <laughs> I'm like if, if, if Travis Scott released that tomorrow, I'd be like, oh, that's a yeah, it's a decent single. But like that that's what worries me is that like what if oh, like yeah. the creative industry gets wiped out? I was going to say like AI, AI can just make. As well. Have you yeah, seen that like, AR? AI art. Yes, that's like, fucking uh, weird as well. Like, yeah, show me what it would look like if like the world was going to end or something, and they show you like these inc- like, incredibly generated images. Yeah, um, that's quite interesting though. So like, a bit of philosophy of art stuff mm. now, doing, but like, um, I don't think that would happen. You don't think it's going to affect creativity at all? Uh, what if in five years' time it was even more advanced? Not, I don't think it would replace it entirely. Maybe like beat production, perhaps, mm. a little bit. But think about, the, if you think about, sorry to interrupt, sorry. if you think about like what like creativity is, yeah, right? exactly. no one's ever, ever had 
an original thought, like a completely original thought. No. Or I'm, I'm sure I'm sure you you've had it in your creative endeavours, and I've had like I've, we like music and stuff. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Everything you have is like a frame of reference. Right? Yeah. And what you do is you don't create original stuff. You basically are just joining different ideas together until yeah. it basically becomes its own original idea. No, for sure. And that's probably what AI is doing. It's reaching from all these different, but but it's got a way bigger reference point than what we have, mm. right? So. Is that not basically the same thing as creativity? If an AI is doing it, what's the if a sentient AI is doing it and if a human's doing it? Well, yeah, I mean, this, this is what we're talking about, literally, is philosophy of art stuff. Mm. But um, no, I think one of the beauties of like kind of creativity and art, as it were, art by art, we're talking traditional art, like paintings, you know, creations on like mm. iPads or sketches and stuff, and music, whatever, whatever how, however you'd like to define art. I think a big part of that comes down to like intention. Like, what makes something interesting is like, Kind of the story behind it a little bit, you know. And what what experiences you've drawn? Yeah, from. yeah, yeah, for sure. Because like, someone might like an AI. Okay, so like, if you had, if you had the Mona Lisa painted by Leo DiCaprio, was it Leo Da Vinci? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then you got someone who did a like for like creation of that yeah. a copy, Is exactly the same. That yeah, is. like which one has more value? Intr- like. You want to say the Leonardo DiCaprio one, right? Yeah. You want to say that, but they look the same. They are the same. So what gives it that thing? The only difference is intent, basically. The only difference is intent. The difference is intent. The difference is, you know, someone behind it doing that, creating that. But if a sentient AI is... Yeah, a sentient AI could be different. Than just AI? Yes. Okay, yeah, that's important to, to make a distinction. So if an AI makes it, is that not with intent? It is. It is. Because if it's original, it's not a copy of anything. It's just hard. It's a hard one, right? It's a hard one. Because you'd almost want to reward... What? Okay. Yeah, it, it, it's a hard one. I genuinely think we're going to get to a stage. But you think you're going to get virtual people who are, like, genuinely sentient and, like, they're real? Fuck. So, like, in the metaverse, for example, you could literally have... Someone completely sent you only yeah. live in the net of us. And in theory, they can die because they can be. Raised their processes can shut off. God, AI is AI fucking It's scary, isn't it? Me, yeah. But like, that could be a thing. Do you, do you think that. I mean, just in the last like couple of months, we've obviously seen AI sort of hit the mainstream almost. Right? Yeah. Do you think there should be a point where humans step in and we say, right, that's enough. Yes. Because obviously for years, we've just been letting technology get better and better and better. And AI has been getting better and better and better. And I know like, you know, Elon Musk's come out and said like, it's a really dangerous, um, dangerous technology. Do you, at what point do you think humans need to step in and say, right, we're not, we can't, we can't progress this any more than we already have. In reality, in reality, we're probably past that point. You think so? I guess if we were getting sentience, then... See, I think sentient that we should shut it down before it gets to that. I yes, yeah. that's what I'm saying. So clearly, we've obviously passed that point, and there's mm. so much shit we probably don't know about. As I said, this guy yeah. got fired because he leaked confidential information. But bro, like 100, percent like as I said, you know, we don't stand a chance about a, with someone who can. I mean, obviously, humans don't stand a chance mm. with something that is able to evolve by like by itself in its current state like imagine if I could just grow like five inches taller get wham like and that'd be nice yeah it'd be, just, I'd love, I'd love it no bro I'd, I'd love it yeah. but like the point is that that's it's dangerous it's scary that gives you an advantage over everyone else in the same way like 
AI and technology can do that as well. Because, you know, they can just, like, build more components for themselves, become more intelligent. You know, they can... I don't know, bro, it's scary. Um, so, yes, I do believe there is a point that we need to stop. But we've probably already passed yeah, it, so that's probably great. Passed <laughs> yeah. it. And if anyone's that types of technology, like, that, that kind of stuff, like the AI stuff, mm. you know, there's other stuff in technology which can still be, obviously, beneficial to us and we should continue to develop. I just had a thought, actually. Mm. Also, I don't want to stay on this talk too long because we've got another thing to talk about, but um, if you created AI, mm. right, and they were sentient, yeah, but they were purely used in the military, right? Mm. So you've got sentient AI oh, robots who were, as you said, like modified to be like the ge- like genetic peak, right? Yeah. And they were just used in, what like, just for military purposes. Oh. Is that, do you think that's like morally wrong? Was it Area 41? Uh, Area 51. No, that's aliens. That's different. It's not just aliens. I bet you this. Do you think it's AI and stuff? I, think, I thought yeah, Area 51 was just alien, alien no, technology like and stuff. Military secrets and shit. 100%. Um, but that would be interesting if they if they used. I wonder if that's if they're sentient though. That's what using them in the army and stuff. Mm. Yeah, I mean like, no, nah, but I, I don't. Want to, I'm just not into war. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. So that creates its own topics. Like mm. it gives certain countries an advantage over others as well because yeah. they have access. To, like, to I, I'm, I'm, I'll bet you the government's working on that. Oh, a hundred percent. hundred percent. I mean, if you think about a remote war that became a thing, which is like, yeah, that's true. Like drones, drones and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of fucked up. Mm. That gives someone such a huge advantage. Yeah. If you're able to drop a bomb from a, from a drone and just complete like an airstrike where there's literally no risk to individuals, it's like yeah. messed up. I guess if it's robots against robots, I don't know, man. Really yeah. We can go, we can talk about this for hours. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. It's getting a bit too, um, too, uh, get, get on to the next topic. Yeah, let's talk about this yeah. one. This was a fun one. Um, um, bro, I have some thoughts on this one, and I was so conflicted in my head when I was like thinking about this topic. I was um, going on. back and forth, but mate, okay, Kim Kardashian, Northwest TikTok. Oh account. yeah, I did. I heard about this. Bro, yeah, yeah. Okay, firstly, they've got a TikTok, yeah, yeah, and like some of it's quite jokes. I'm not gonna lie, like mm-hmm. it comes off my for you page every now and again, yeah. But there's this one. Is this like, a TikTok of North Northwest? So they, they share a TikTok account. Of Kim and they and both, yeah, 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 they yeah, both yeah. do one. But bro, there was one that came out and it was literally like, just sent me. Because I didn't even see the original one first. Mm. I saw like a react to it right. at first. And I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Man? So it was the TikTok. And I'm sure people, if anyone at all is listening, I'm sure they'll know what I'm talking about. So all three of you listening. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Three is a bit optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Us two and then like, yeah. the girlfriend probably. <laughs> um, bro, it was the one where... They did that lip syncing. So it was the one where West put on North. Was that North? When North put on that makeup or used that filter to look like Kanye, and then Kim was there, and they were lip syncing to Bound Two. Mm. Bro, I was spun. I just, I was like, what the hell is going on? Because, firstly, it made me fancy Kim K way more. Wait, I think we've had very different reactions. No, 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 because she looked hot. Okay, right, right. right. she, She just looked hot, and like, you know. Kim K. Good looking girl. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. My type. Um, Kim K for watching. <laughs> Kim K knows. I would subscribe with Life of Life. <laughs> nah, but, um, bro. Yeah, so, I mean, I watched that and then I, it made, no, because it made me think of, like, the original music video where she's obviously naked she's on the bike. She's naked motorcycle. on a bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and she's just laying. 
But um, yeah, just made me realise I have to find a Kim K lookalike, but with a banging personality. <laughs> yeah. I, I do not just think though, like the whole the whole scenario is really right. bizarre. Sorry, on quite yes. a few levels. It's like the first one is first of all, Kanye West, Kim Kardashian have split up, right? Uh, so the, figure, the first level it's weird is the more surface level is they're lip syncing to Bound 2 yeah. within the music video she's naked topless and straddling Kanye West right that's weird for, how old is Northwest she's probably like 10 or something right? that's yeah. weird right the second way it's weird is Banner, Kim Kardashian and um, Kanye West have split up yeah, right? yeah, yeah. so it's weird to put a filter on of and, of like your, your dad who split up but when you're in the room with your mum but then also it's weird because Kanye West is having a mental breakdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And it's almost like rubbing it in. It's, yeah. like, it's like rubbing yeah. it in. Yeah. Like, I don't even, I think last I heard he was missing, but I've sort of stopped following what's happening with Kanye West at the moment. But the, the, the biggest reason that I think it's awful, and I think Kim Kardashian should be ashamed of herself, is um, Kanye West on numerous occasions has said, I do not want my kids on TikTok, right? He doesn't want them sexualized. And she's there wearing lipstick, right? And she's there. And it's like Kim Kardashian is flaunting her daughter to like almost rub it, rub salt in the wound of, of Kanye West. And it's like, it's all well and good going against Kanye's wishes and having North on on, um, on TikTok. But then to, for her to have a filter on as if they're both laughing at him, it's just weird. I don't know. I, what, what do you think? Bro, I've got like, literally I went through the same thought processes. So obviously, okay. yeah, I said the stuff, okay, but about Kim K, because like, I do find them. But anyway, <laughs> look. So obviously, yeah, look like Kanye. Then Kim's putting her arm around North. In the video, a little bit. In the TikTok, it was a little bit, like, sexual as well, the way in which she kind of, like, slung her arm around North. It was, as you said, reminded me mm. of the video where mm. she's kind of being super sexual with Kanye. Yeah. Weird. Kind of don't do that with your kids. Odd. At all. Right? Um, so that was odd. But then, yeah, similar to you, felt to me like they were mocking Kanye. Fully. Did. Because, like, they're split up. He's obviously off his rocker at the moment. Going through a mental breakdown. Like, just going through yeah. some shit. And then she's out there just kind of, like, mocking him, basically. Like, yeah. why does she choose that song, making the daughter dress up like her dad it's or weird. use a filter? Weird. weird, weird. And wrong, to be fair. But then, here's the thing. Part of me is kind of a bit like, does he deserve it? Now, listen to me on this. Bro, he has lost... He's off his nut right yeah. at the moment. But look at all the harmful shit he's doing, Yeah. Right? Got banned on Twitter for making all these anti-Semitic comments. Then he yeah. comes back and he starts off by saying Shalom. Right? Yeah. Mocking the Jewish community. Then, did you see the clothes he released? The clothes? Bro. What, was this recently? You didn't see the clothes he released? No. Fam? He no. made clothes. It wasn't a swastika on it or something. It was a fucking swastika. Fuck off. It was a swastika. Sorry, we're talking the last, like, week he's done this. Not in the last week, but, like, oh my God. I'm sorry. I need to show you the... So this is after he went on the Alex Jones and said he liked Hitler and all that stuff? Bro, yes. Not that. Oh, it's not available. But you can see the little... Oh my God. I don't know if that's real, but like, kind of seems like the kind of thing that Kanye would do. Fucking hell, he's really really in his Nazi bag. Bro, this is what I'm saying. And it's like, part of me kind of feels like, I don't know, I feel very confused at the end of the day, right? Because Kim K's kind of out of pocket for posting that. She's kind of mocking, you know, as you said... Kanye's expressed that she doesn't. He doesn't want his kids to be on TikTok. He's obviously. He's also definitely hurting about the fact that he's not with her anymore. And mm. she's gone. You know, think about all the shit that he was going through when, like, he she was dating Pete Davidson, yeah. and he was like sending Pete Davidson like messages and stuff, and mm. talking about how he hates Pete Davidson. 
Um, did he mention Pete Davidson in the song lyric? Yes, he yeah, did he song, did, didn't um, he? So he was gonna like oh, just kind of easy knock him out with, uh, with the game, and then the music video was his like play animation of of Pete Davidson and Kanye, and like they basically beat him up and they bury him alive, and they yeah, yeah, it was really fucked yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Kanye's yeah. obviously hurting about all of this, right? Yeah. Then Kim's like coming around, being all sexual around her daughter, who's dressed like Kanye. Yeah, literally rubbing salt in the fucking wounds. But Kanye's an arsehole. So you think you so on that logic? Do you think that because Kanye is saying all these horrible things, and he's, he has, he has, but in the last year he's behaved awfully. Yes, right? I think we both absolutely. we're both in agreement. Yeah, 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 fully. But I don't. I think despite how awfully you behave, mm-hmm. right? I think how you behave in the public eye and what you do in your personal life is very different to the relationship you have with outside your, of that with your daughter. Yeah. Right? I think as a father, yeah. no matter how whether you've been in prison for murdering people, whether you what any, anything you've done, I think you have a right into how you have a right to talk. Like you have a say in how your kids are raised, and I think if he disagree, is, really don't necessarily. See, I, I, I think listen, can I? I not I'm not a, I like his music, but I'm not a, a Kanye West apologist. I he's obviously I think he's going through a bit of a mental breakdown. But I do think that if he says if he if he doesn't want North on TikTok, I don't think talk, uh, North should be on TikTok. But that's only because you agree with that opinion that kids TikTok's not safe for a kid's place. Because let's go back to what you originally said. You said that you think that regardless of what a guy person has done in their life, they should have some uh, say in how their child's raised. As long as the bad things they've done don't direct to the kid but I disagree so what do you so you think that because of the stuff that Kanye West has said no not I'm not necessarily talking about Kanye yeah. here I just did I just want to put that point that you've made and mm. I just want to express my disagree um, agreement with that bro rapists and murderers yeah bad people why should they have a say over their child like clearly their morals aren't right Again, this is devil's advocate, though, necessarily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I disagree, um, but those aren't, that's not going to make it. Okay, yeah, obviously, okay, maybe, I think I said murderers earlier, I'll, you, you, that's a good point, I'll retract that. Yeah. But, I think... Willing murderers, not necessarily people who've murdered someone, like, in, in a reaction to something. That's what I more meant, is okay, people right. like, you know, who are maybe involved what, in... What, like a Ted Bundy, that's what I'm talking about. No, I'm, I'm not talking about Ted, I'm not talking about, like, serial killers, I'm talking about people who are like... I don't know, might have been involved in gang warfare or something like that. Who... Yeah, no, yeah, I get what you're saying. But like, okay, but okay. Bro, what I'm trying to say is Kanye, like, by all accounts, Kanye has probably been, has been a good, a good mm-hmm. father, but maybe not so good in the public eye. Okay. I don't think his reputation in the public eye and the, the things he, he said, that I don't think that should detract his right to dictate how, how his kids should be parented. I'm going to press you more on that though, man, because like, what, you you just said the point about TikTok, mm. about how if he doesn't think that his child should be on TikTok, then she shouldn't be, or he should get the ha- get to have that say that should be respected. But you don't know all of the views that he's tried to espouse on his on his child and how they should be raised. You've picked a point that you just happen to agree with, which is fair, and I mm. also agree with you that TikTok's not necessarily a place for children. But that's one point of many things that we have no fucking idea about. Also, if that goes against maybe what Kim K is trying to say. Why should Kanye get the siding? Don't forget Kim K's whole fame is built off being an influencer. Yeah. That is likely the route for someone like North. North. Not necessarily, but likely that will continue to be the case. You know? But so so TikTok's age, now correct me if I'm wrong, I think it's sixteen, isn't it? I don't know, but yeah. Well. 
Maybe we need to look at that. But I believe it's 16, right? Okay. North's not 16. Five. Right? I'm not saying that North should never be on TikTok, Five. right? She should, but when she's of age, Five. right? And what Kim is, is, apparently it's a joint account and she, you know, controls how much North is on it and stuff like that. But ultimately, if the father really, really expressively um, expresses concerns about his daughter being on TikTok, mm. then I think Kim should respect that. Not only has she gone against what he said, but she's used a filter of Kanye West on, like, it's a slap in the face. That you know is I mean? a slap. No, that and, is. And obviously, it should be something they discuss between the two and have an agreement about. I'm not saying that, like, oh, just because, sorry, we've got some signs in the background, guys. Uh, but yeah, I, I think... Studio life. Yeah. <laughs> it shouldn't, I, I just think, it just seems like a slap in the face to me. And I get it should be an agreement between the two of them, but from what I can see, it, it feels like Kim Kardashian doesn't agree with Kanye West, and they thought, oh, this would be a real, this will real put salt in the wound for Kanye. I'm torn still. I'm torn still. But it is a slap in the face, you admit. Yeah. Some people deserve a slap in the face. I think a lot of the stuff that Kanye West has come out and said, right, yeah. is awful, yeah. right, and he deserves to be deplatformed, but I think he's going through an absolute mental breakdown. I think no sane person has ever like would would be doing what he's doing right mm. now. I don't and like I don't think he knows. So would you maybe I don't say... think he knows. I, I think he's in such a delirious. And we've seen we've seen him have mental breakdowns before. I think he's in a delirious state where he. I think he should be held accountable. But right now I think he's in, he's in a mental breakdown, and I don't think Kim Kardashian um, flaunting her daughter and Kanye West's daughter on TikTok with a filter of Kanye West is um, is a wise decision. Okay, fine. So you think Kanye is potentially insane? I think he's going through a manic episode, yeah. Okay, fine. Much like he did when he was saying that slavery is a choice and all things like that. Yeah. And so he's basically, he's, he's, he's saying things in a shocking way. But I, I just think he has beliefs, but he's not saying them in the way, he's saying them in a shocking way, but not in, not formulating his opinion in a way that he should. Okay. I'm not defending Kanye West, by the way. Like, no, no, no. I personally, I'm, I'm completely theorising, but I think he's just going through a complete manic episode. Um, yeah. I think all the more than then, then he shouldn't get a right to to say. To, yeah. Mm, Again, yeah, I'm just making. Yeah. I'm just. I'm just trying to. It's good. I did, you know, I, did, I didn't think about this. To be fair, it's a good point. It's a good point. But yeah. Can you? Can he be a good parent if he's going through these manic episodes? I think. I think one can be, but you've also got to question, yeah. question mm. it when they are publicly. You know, hating. Yeah. You know. Co- it's almost committing hate crimes on mm. the cu- on the cusp, if not saying anti-Semitic yeah. stuff. Like you got to kind of question that and think: Should this person have the right to have an influence on, you know, what's going? On what like kids. Yeah, of course, point, yeah. of course, of course. Mm. You wouldn't trust like a crackhead to raise That's their child. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, mm. you know, what? you've really stumped me here. Sarah. No, no, I'm just you know, because yeah, like kids are taken away from. Yeah, and if you think of even like adoption and stuff, parents mm. have to go through an awful lot. And uh, oh, just a quick sorry, yeah, I've got a bit of a side note yeah. entirely, but that's another thing. Yeah, adoption. This is something that baffles me. Yeah, you know, there's so many like trials and like various procedures in order to adopt. It's really hard to adopt. You have to show. I say it's hard. You have to show that you're like a good like person. You're not going to abuse the child, stuff like that. Yeah, you have to essentially go through all this rigor and tests to adopt a child, but you don't have to do any tests to become a parent. Anyone can become a parent, but not anyone can adopt anything. That's kind of fucked. That is fucked, but I think... 
the difference is with that is that any anyone has the right to be a, to reproduce and be a parent. What if you physically but I don't can't? think if you physically can't. Yeah. Um, so why is it fair that like someone who's not going to look after their child? Well, one of them is just like probably more of a like a governance issue. Like how do you how do you monitor? I agree. I'm not yeah. necessarily saying one can change it. And I think it's a good point because there are a lot of people out there who have kids who probably don't have the values or the skills to, to be a parent, right? But yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I think to to look after someone else's kids is a different matter to having your own kids. But looking after someone mean? else's kids from an adoptive parent's perspective is looking after their own. And I think kids. the other the other thing you've got to take into account is when you're adopted. Yeah. You you get you take on some issues, right? Like when you find out that yeah. you've not like any, anyone who's been who's been adopted. Likely that there's, there's a bit of baggage there, isn't it? You're finding yeah. out that your parents are not your real parents, and that coming to terms with that, right? Um, and I think you can't just have anyone off the street be like, "Oh, I'll, I'll parent this one." You need I to. Agree, just, I want to double. And I think that's why this process is in place is to make sure that agree. that um, that kids who don't have parents, orphans, are looked after in the no, best no, way. No, no, I absolutely agree with you there yeah. that there should be various. But I'm just saying, like. The fact that anyone can reproduce is kind of fucked as well, mm. right? Like, then you're in a slippery yeah. slope of like. But yeah, this goes back to the whole why the stuff, yeah. abortion like laws in the US are so fucked as well. Because yeah. Then it means that people who who aren't prepared to be parents genuinely feel parents. like they're not yeah. going to be good parents have to be parents. And like, agree. it'd be kind of more like not interesting. That's mm. the wrong word, but like, imagine if there was like kind of like a parent license. Imagine that. Yeah. So, like, have you got your parent ID? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, if yeah. you didn't, you wouldn't necessarily get forced adoption. Mm. Oh, sorry, forced abortion. You kind of have the option to say like, you're either abort this baby or kind of like have to give it up, or you have to show that you're going to be able to be a good parent. And I'm not talking about finances there. I'm just talking about child, mainly child abuse. Right. Yeah. Because that's such a big like issue and neglect. So mm. not necessarily physical abuse, but emotional abuse as well. And again, devil's advocate. I don't necessarily hold this opinion. I'm just saying, wouldn't that yeah, might be like yeah, a yeah, thing? Yeah. Like, that's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, don't cancel me before yeah. I even started. We'll but out. But yeah, yeah, all interesting. interesting. But yeah, yeah guys, just to just to point out, if there's, we'd love to get your opinions on these topics. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, yeah. E- email us. What is the email address, by the way? Um, DM us. <laughs> DM us. Yeah, it's a bit easier. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. DM, yeah us. DM us what you think. Like, what do you think about Kim K? Logger um, than life the... underscore twenty two. Thank you very yeah, much. Right. Tell us what you think about Prince Harry, and tell us what you think about AI, and does it freak you out as much as it freaks us out? No, for sure. And I think uh, I just want to mention something like just a personal aim of like why, like what I want to get out of this podcast. Go on. And what you know, like. We love having these conversations. But, you know, love having these conversations with Rory, but kind of what I wanted to get out of this podcast is I want to just create an environment where we're talking, we're having these conversations and you guys listening feel like you want to join in as well. And like you you want to say points and you want to basically tell me that I'm being stupid or that Rory's being stupid Mm. and like, yeah, that's the whole point. It's just like... Um, or if there's something that we didn't think about. Yeah, like, yeah, angle, please. Like, let us know. That's what I want. Stupid. If you're listening, like, I'd hope you kind of feel like that and feel like you want to join in or you feel like you've got stuff to say. So please do, please do, you know, we might revisit old topics kind of going forward as stuff evolves in the news 100%. or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, you know, 
Like a shout out, something on. And we're probably going to hear more about Kanye West. Yeah, 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 realistically, that guy just lives in the news at the moment. Yeah, to be fair. They say he's missing. (laughs) He's missing, yeah. (laughs) Last last scene in Siberia. (laughs) Bro, I saw some funny TikToks about him. Because I've I've been sort of off social media this month. No, I've heard rumours. Where is he? Is is he still missing? Apparently, he's missing, but apparently, he's also living like life, like just like chilling kind of thing. He's just just off the radar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, delete social media. No, for sure, for sure. But, yeah. Anyways, I think what a, so. Yeah, do you want to move on to recommendations? Yeah, let's do it. Like, yeah. Uh, so this segment, we're just going to talk about. It could be films, it could be books, it could be music, it could be TV shows. I'm just going to yeah, just chat about you know what we're watching, what we're reading. Um, Sarah will recommend stuff to me, and vice versa. And yeah, and we'll just, yeah, it'd be great to hear what you guys think as well. Um, but yeah, my first recommendation. Go for it, man. This is something you told me to watch a couple of months back. Oh, so I finally watched Wednesday. Oh, you finally, finally watched yeah, Wednesday. Finally yeah, watched yeah, yeah. it. Um, Go on, hit me, man. Hit and me. I know you loved it. You were And do you know what? I did really enjoy it. Like it's. I watched. I remember watching the trailer and thinking, interesting, but not my not my kind of thing. Okay, it was very like YA, young adult sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not like it's not. I'm not the target audience for it. But no. um, just a caveat. Sorry, yeah. I did love it. But I also said I thought there were some inconsistencies from the show. So I'm excited yeah. to hear what you've got okay, to say. Yeah. And there's going to be spoilers. Yes, spoilers for it. I mean, it's been out for a couple of months now. But yeah, yeah, spoiler, yeah, yeah. But yeah if um, if you've not seen it yet, you're still watching it, we've got chapters in, so just skip to, to the next, next yeah, topic. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I finally watched Wednesday. And I started watching it, and I was like, you know what? I like it. And I think the, the, the best, the heart, I think, I'm not sure if you agree, but the absolute best part of the show is 100% Jenna Ortega as Wednesday. Oh, wow. Like, has overnight become an absolute superstar. She's on every chat show. Like that TikTok dance in, I believe it was episode four, that's like obviously taken off massively. Dance, dance, um, but she just brings so much to, to the show. Like she, all her like really sarcastic one-liners, she just delivers she's it excellent. so, she's so, so well. Yeah. And she's got so, a really great like screen presence. So like when she's on screen, you just like, she's just great. Yeah. She's just like really hilarious, hilariously written character. Um, but... Yeah, and I enjoyed it. I watched all of it. Like my my girlfriend and I, like had a good time. And I think the main reason I think it, it's become I think it's the number one rated. It's not not the highest highest not the most watched Netflix show that goes to Squid Game, but it's the number one English speaking show. So it's done super super well. But I think the reason it's done well is because it is essentially a Gen Z Harry Potter. I don't know if you saw this. I mean, you've, you've seen Harry Potter, right? Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's a Gen Z Harry Potter. Oh, it kind of is, you know. And a, couple of, and a couple of episodes in, it suddenly clicked for me. And I was like... And oh, I think the reason it's done so well is, is because it's Harry Potter for the new generation. Mm. But for me, that's also, in a way, kind of the weakness of the show. The thing I would say took me out of it a little bit. It's a couple of episodes in. I was like, this just is Harry Potter. Like, oh. it's, it's, it is, sorry, it is beat for beat. The same thing, right? So if you think about it, right? So the main the main comparison to make is Nevermore is the same as Hogwarts, right? That's easy. But then you get into the stuff of you know the outcasts, which are all these sort of magical, um, you know, werewolves, and they're the sort of wizards. And then you've got they call them the normies, and that's basically muggles, Muggles. right? Um, You know, there's obviously like the the main like you take the first Harry Potter, right? What's the main story? They're trying to figure out, you know, who released the cave troll, who the sort of the main villain is, right? And at the end, you get that big reveal. It's Professor Quirrell, and he's got the Voldemort at the back of his head. You remember this one? It's the same thing. It's a mystery. It's her trying to find out, right? Who's the main villain, right? There's a Dark Lord. There's Joseph Crackstone. Is Voldemort, right? Yeah. Wednesday is like the chosen one. She's there to like stop him. That's the similarities there. At the end, 
it ends up being the sort of timid timid teacher, teacher who ends up being the villain who's Professor Quirrell who I can't remember her name now but she ends up being the villain um, the other one as well I noticed was you know the, the scene where they're in the rowing boat so they're doing like a um, house competition and they're sort of against each other that's just fucking Quidditch like it's it's and they, it ends up like the houses go against each other like it is just hands down like Harry Potter and I think for some and it kind of, maybe it's just my fault because I just overthought it too much but I was watching it and I was enjoying it but Every episode, I was like, that's Harry Potter. Mm. That's Harry Potter. And like, it just, I think it was original enough that I don't think it was a blatant copy, but I think the parallels were just a lot. And, and yeah. by the end, I was like, this is, yeah, this is very much. Just... I think that's a really interesting observation mm. where I didn't personally. Did you not clock that? Clock yeah. That. Okay. And uh, so I love hearing your insights on mm. like film and TV because I know you're like, you cover stuff. Yeah, TV and I'm a content whore basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, did but, you yeah what, what was your like takeaway from it I just thought it was a bit like I really enjoyed it I thought yeah. it was a great watch I just thought like parts of it were a bit inconsistent like what in, what, what bits um, oh, I, I won't ever stop talking about this but just oh, like when she got gassed at seeing Uncle Festa and like she smiled oh uh, yeah and I, I was like that was quite nice because nah, she was smiling over, overdone really? bro so you, thought, you think she sort of broke Come character on, massively like this whole it was a fuck up by the network station in my opinion or whoever produced it. Netflix. Bro, your Netflix. Yeah, it was a fuck up. Sorry, bro. But it, was a, <laughs> it was a fuck up, in my opinion. Because, like, she never smiled. And then she still got vexed at Uncle Festa. And she never, like... Like, he was a jarring I, I always thought that was, like, when... Oh, so you thought he was just... You just his character in general annoyed you a little bit. Like. Not a little bit, but I didn't think they so, necessarily had the most unbelievable relationship where, like, she should smile like that. Really? Okay, so you think... That's interesting. Because I saw a TikTok and it was like, oh, how nice is this that, like, the only person she ever smiles for is Uncle Fester. But they weren't even that tight. And it tight. kind of shows their, like, relationship with that. They didn't even yeah. seem that tight. Yeah, it's true. They didn't, like... Also, if we talk about his character as well, how inconsistent was it with, like, the kind of stuff she likes and dislikes? Did like you see what? the kind of stuff he was driving and like, you know, that car and made her wear the hat? She didn't show any resistance to kind of just going along with like... His what, plans. Yeah, his plans. And they were like, made her look ridiculous. So you thought like... And she was... Her character stood against all of that stuff. She used to wear black and try and stay like... Mm, that, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah? Yeah. And then also like right at the end that. of the show where it was made to seem like, oh, look how amazing and clever she is. She worked out like who the who it person was. was. She got it wrong twice. That's the other. That, sorry, that's the other disadvantage yeah. I have about um, Wednesday. Yeah, I think she's a great character. Yeah, but I don't know if you felt this. She did seem to be good at everything. Yeah, do yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like it was a bit like it was the. I think they in film terminology it's called like the Mary Sue complex, where you've got like a female character who doesn't have like any flaws whatsoever and is like really really good at like lots of things. And more recently, that like, Star Wars was blamed for that as well. But um, but yeah, I did feel like Wednesday was like exceptional like not just like you know academics but like literally everything and it's sort of by the end I was like okay right like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so no that was that was my only thing yeah. it was just like right at the end they made it seem like wow Wednesday she's so incredible she worked out this whole story no she didn't she, she fucked got it, up wrong, a she got it wrong twice yeah. right she got someone falsely imprisoned she got someone in the hospital <laughs> as well yeah yeah, yeah. because she was wrong Right, she was no better than the audience in that. Yeah. But, but, also, did you did you did you guess did you guess who it was? Um, I knew it from. Like, I think I did. I knew it quite early on. I think I did know. Yeah, when she first propped up, but I, maybe I didn't. I don't mm. know. Again, I, I was like her. I suspected all three people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The whole point of the show, yeah. so like you're more clever than Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. the way she went along with the show would have been more impressive if she fucking got it first time if there was like a standoff like you had to like choose one of them to like shoot or yeah. something you should pick the right person 
that would have been more impressive. That would have, yeah. If she, like, literally picked them first time. It was process of elimination by that point. Yeah. But I, I guessed it quite early on, because it's always, like, these mystery oh, shows. Sorry, sorry, look at me, mate. <laughs> Detective Lennon. Yeah, uh, yeah, but, yeah. like, you could just, they're always, like, making it really obvious, oh, this person's the villain. They sort of, yeah, 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 it's yeah, always yeah, the yeah. person you least, like, least expect. <laughs> sorry, just to side up, have you seen Glass Onion? Uh, I haven't, but Wait, I watched it. Have you seen the first Knives Out? Uh, yeah, I did watch if it. You, it yeah, it's like, I think it's better. Apparently it's better. I think it's better. Like, the first one, for me, like, I don't know, I think the gimmick of it was you find out who the killer is within yeah, the first, yeah, yeah. like, 10, 15 minutes, and then it kind of goes from there. Didn't really work for me, but the second one is great. I didn't it's, like that either. It's also hilarious as well. It's, like, really funny. It's and it's, like, good characters. So, yeah, definitely give it a watch. Daniel Craig's acted jars me, but, like... It's a bit weird, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think because, as Brits, we're so used to him being bombed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That when he, like, does this detective voice such a good impression yeah something is a foot yeah definitely watch definitely watch that did you have any recommendations for the week um, I did just a very quick one yeah go on um, yeah so if you know if you know me and Rory well so sweet for yourself mm. but uh Rory, obviously, love you love films. Film now, um, yeah. Yeah, and uh, one of the things I love, like, loads is music. I'm really, really into, like, music and different mm -hmm. types. So, um, obviously, I listen to a lot of mainstream stuff, but one thing I came across recently, a band I came across recently, which I fucking love, is a band called The Snuts. Uh, okay. I think I mentioned them to you previously. Mm. Mate, they are so good. So, I think they're a Scottish band, yeah, but they just make this indie kind of pop slash rock music, and they are so, so good. So, I really recommend it. If any of you do want to give that kind of vibe a go... Listen what, to a song what, called. What, um, what, sorry, just what like band would you say they're most similar to? Uh, I don't really know. I can't okay. really compare. They're like they're just really really cool. Okay, nice. Um, I'll have to I'll have to think about that one. But yeah, if you if you want to give them a go, they're called the Snuts. S N U T S. Snuts. Uh, songs that I'd recommend. A Hallelujah moment and always the lead singer's got an incredible voice and it's just like it's excellent. Okay, nice. I'll yeah. check it out. Yeah, yeah, that sounds yeah, good. yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, I had one more recommendation Go before ahead. we wrap up episode one. Go ahead. Uh, it is, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people have seen it already, but Avatar 2, The Way oh, of Water. Oh, you recommend it, really? Um, I would say it's not a perfect film, no. but I wanted to mention it because it's, I think by the time this episode's released, it's going to have crossed the $2 billion mark mm. at the global box office. Um, so it's doing like super, super well. A lot of people were a little bit sceptical of whether it would perform well because you know, Avatar came, it made $3 billion, it was the highest grossing film of all time, but then kind of slipped out of the cultural zeitgeist, like no one really talked about Avatar after it came out. Um, whereas Avatar 2's come out and it's done, it, again, it's done super well. So the top six, I'm just going to read this out, right? Yeah, so the top six highest grossing films of all time, number one is Avatar, mm. number two is Avengers Endgame, yeah. number three is Titanic, yeah. number four is Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens, mm -hmm. Number five is Avengers Infinity War. And number six is Avatar The Way of Water. Wow. Right? Amazing. So, listen to this. Like James Cameron directed, obviously, both Avatar films. Yeah. He also directed Titanic. Yeah, so, yeah, so he, So, 50% of the top Plus six films of all time, he's directed. Yeah, he's incredible. He man. must... Mate, I, I would be the most arrogant man on the planet if I was no, here. Sure. Like, that is crazy. He's cracked the film industry. Like, it's absolutely mad. Is there an award for that? Of making the most money? I guess just the money is the, is the reward, isn't it? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. What other reward do yeah, you need? Well, you need. Um, Congratulations, you made the most money. Yeah, I fucking know it. Yeah, fucking know. <laughs> but apparently he, um, he's a cocky bastard. Apparently he was like, um, for the first Avatar when he was filming it, um, 
uh, obviously he'd made Titanic, which at the time was the number one film of all time, and they were making Titanic, and the the, the, um, the company were like, oh, we want to cut this like flying scene out, it goes on a bit too long. Yeah. He was like, listen, listen, this is how much power you listen here, um, my movies have paid for this whole lot, this building that we're in, so it's going to stay in. Yeah, like, okay, fair. Fair news, so, Yeah, fair enough. And, um, and then with this film, I saw him in an interview, and like, he seems like a nice guy, but in, in this in the interview, he was like, one of the uh, the journalists was like, "Oh, so um, what would you say is the um, is the best time to like go to the toilet? Because the film's three hours and ten minutes." And he was like, "Just go to the toilet whenever you want, because you know I know you're going to watch it again." Like, imagine that wow. that like, I'm really that, like, I'm really he's, like. He's, he's like a lot of confidence. Um, but as for the film itself, I don't think it's in my recommendations of the week because I wanted to talk about its performance and stuff. I think it's a good film, and I think it's in ways it's an improvement on the. You've seen the first one, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's an improvement on the first one. Uh, and the vi- like Sarah the visuals no I need to watch it fucking ridiculous and I think the reason it's taken so long between the first film and this film is um, like the water effects mm. I mean, they've not for, for years they've got like really good CGI but they've not mastered like CGI water and stuff all the underwater scenes in 3D I saw it in IMAX mm. like it's it's mad and I'd say I compare the film to like it's kind of like an amusement ride like a roller coaster in an in a nature documentary. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like a lot of it, you're just sat there, oh, that's nice, that's good to look. And like, there's some really cool action in it and stuff like that. And visually, it's like incredible. But the story is like, I don't think it does, it needed to be three hours yeah, and ten yeah, minutes. Fine. It's like, when you actually break down what the story is and what the beats are, it's like, it's way too long. And mm. like, uh, I went to see it again actually last night with Kit. And the first time I was like, yeah, really good. I give it like an eight out of ten. Went to see it last night and I thought I've really felt the length of it. I was like, actually, it's quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, like, fair. Um, and yeah, I think definitely watch it. And if you're going to watch it, watch, watch it, it now and watch it like Cinema. 3D, yeah, just yeah. a big screen as possible. Because I think when it comes on to Disney Plus or whatever it is, I don't think it will have the same the impact. The same effect, yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's one of those films that it's pure, you, you, you can't, ba- you purely base it off like the visuals and the story's there to accompany the visuals. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think definitely give that a watch. Yeah, cool. 100%. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, let us know what you thought of um, Avatar The Way of Water. Mm. Definitely. Great. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Right, well, I think that might be the end. Yeah. Well done, your one. Yeah. Episode one, we've done it, yeah, we made yeah, it. We did it. <laughs> yeah, 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 made it through. Love it. Yeah. Um, right guys well we hope you enjoyed our first episode of Larger Than Life absolutely yeah. uh, if you enjoyed it please remember to uh, leave a review uh, leave a like yeah rate um, us five stars even if you didn't think it was five stars we'll get that trust me we'll get that yeah, yeah. Um, follow us on Instagram at Larger Than Life underscore LTL that's the one um, and yeah if there's any other beers you want us to try if there's any other topics you want us to cover please Instagram us ping us yeah, we'll respond nice. Let us know. Um, but yeah, hopefully we'll see you on the next Live in the Life episode. Thanks very much, guys. Cheers, Cheers. guys.